but yourself If you ain't on that, won't nothing else help Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness You ain't with that, you probably living like savages Health, wealth, knowledge yourself If you ain't on that, won't nothing else help Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness You ain't with that, you probably living like savages What's up good people, welcome to episode 129 of the Project Rook Podcast. This is your holistic and common sense pursuit of health and wellness. I'm your host, Rook the Great. And if you thinking who the hell told me that I was great, I would be asking you who told you that you were not. That's the question of the hour. That's really the question of the hour, real talk. Because I'm convinced that if we understood our greatness, many of the problems that we're having simply would not exist. They wouldn't exist. Better yet, the problems that do exist, if we understood our greatness, we know how to fix them. How is it that all of the solutions that either you have or the people you're listening to have, they all involve someone else doing something to fix it? Don't involve you doing anything as the individual. If the government would do this, if white people would stop doing this, if the police would not do this, if rich people would stop doing that, all would be well with the world. And it's a lie. (laughs) Those people are not your problem at all. I know what you're thinking. Come on now. But go with me for a bit. Go with me for a bit. Oh, because I can't go. You're going to have to go with me because I can't go with you. Because when I try to go with you, you, you want to take me down the path of despair. And I can't go there with you. You want to take me down the path of outrage. And I can't go there with you. You want to take me down the path of pain and suffering. And I'm sorry, I can't go there with you. If that's where you like to be, you're going to have to stay there on your own or find some other people who would like to go there with you. And it it appears to be a lot. Excuse the noise in the back also. I got some construction going on in front of me. I don't know how well the mic going to mask it, but at any rate. So you're going to have to go with me. You had to go with me to the promised land. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm headed. I would even argue to say that's where I'm at. I'm already here. Not really where I'm going. This is where I'm at. Straight up. So, I was thinking about, I don't know if I've ever really walked through how I got to where I am. And I know there's uh, quite a few new listeners chiming in. Shout out to you. Shout out to the people who've been rocking with me from the beginning. Um, I don't know why you tune in straight up. You know, being honest, I don't. Uh, I appreciate you checking in. And if I didn't believe that I had anything of value to add into your life, I wouldn't hop on here and I wouldn't press record. So, thanks. Anyway, um, but I don't, I don't know if I really walked through how I really got here. 
what why do I talk as much junk as I talk how is it possible to speak with such conviction so you can't read enough books that will give you complete compassion no not compassion that's not the word complete conviction you can't you can read things that inspire you by all means but something happens when you tap into that thing on the inside that transforms you just in a way that nothing external can and I'm a, I'm I'm a witness and you know a couple people close to me have said things like well you got to understand you're different you, you just, most people just don't think the way you are. Most people can't endure the things you've endured. Most people are not able to have that mindset, blah, blah, blah. And I know that's supposed to be a compliment, but I don't take it as a compliment because I don't believe it's true. I don't. I, I don't believe that I'm just this unicorn. I mean, I am in some regard, but not because that same thing is not available to everybody. I just don't believe that. I just don't blow smoke up my own ass to to think that I could come from a place of not knowing, of complete brainwashing. Being a follower, not knowing who I was at all. Not, not, I should, let me rephrase that because we all know. Not remembering who I was. I just, I don't, to think that I'm just the only, you know, small few, no. Am I the small few who choose something different? Then yeah, I'll go with that. I will go with that 100%. But it ain't because I don't truly believe that it's accessible to all I I just don't that wouldn't make sense it would go against everything that I know and believe to be true it would go against the understanding that I have that all of us are created like how is it possible that trees can be created for a specific purpose to live out that purpose, to live to their full capacity. The tree gets as high, as it, it grows as long, as wide, as tall as it possibly can. How can I believe that, but then believe at the same time that humans, some of them just ain't got it. Some of them are just born to be followers and to just do what other people say. And uh, other, some people are able to live a wonderful life and others, yeah, you just got to show it in on the stick, baby. You know, God didn't really care that much about you. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense that I would be able, coming from a background of not being taught about health, and very little understanding about how to take care of my health, that I would be able to transform my body, my mind, heal my body, that I would be able to do that and other people can't. It don't make sense to me. So I wouldn't even tell myself a lie like that. That's where my drive, the fire, I come back to the word conviction that keeps coming up for me. That's where it comes from. I've lived it. And it's easy to speak and walk in power when you know when you've lived it. You've seen both sides. 
So I just figured we would go back down memory lane temporarily, briefly. See, I ain't really all about replaying history and replaying memories that don't serve you. I say the hell with all of that. If I got to study a history that only reminds me that I am bound and chained, that only reminds me that I'm limited, that only reminds me that I can't, that only reminds me that more more often than not, hey, I'm probably going to get the short end of the stick. If I have to study a history that tells me that I got to work 15 times harder because that's just the way it is because some other person has decided that they are supreme and I just got to, you know, fall in where I fall in. No, <laughs> no, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. I'm going to do an episode about all the things you can learn. No, no, no. All the things that white people have taught us that we have missed, the lessons they've taught us that we've missed. And I know what you're thinking. Well. What did they taught us? That they stole? That they're thieves? That they're killers? That they're, you know, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got all that part. But there's some key pieces that go beyond just the physical that you could really, really, really learn a lot if you just pay attention. Pay attention. Level the playing field in your mind. Be open to everything. That doesn't mean you adopt everything, you accept everything, but be open to everything. Do you know that it's possible to care about something a great deal? To be really so passionate about a thing. To believe that you're so right. To dedicate your life towards a cause and be wrong. It's, it is possible. Ask me how I know. <laughs> so let me, let's go back a little bit. How I use, how did I use health to transform my life? First of all, I didn't believe, I never, not that I didn't believe, I just didn't think that this, that where I am is where I would be. I didn't believe that this would, I, or not when I say I didn't believe, I'm not coming from a place of doubt. Like it just wasn't in my realm of thinking that health and wellness would be, the lane that I'm in right now. Like I just wouldn't, it wasn't even a consideration. You understand what I'm saying? So it's interesting to watch myself be here. I went to college for, I got two degrees in technology. I still like, I'm a techie. Still, you know, fool around and do different things in that lane, IT and um, e-commerce, all of those things are cool. I like it. I thought that was my path, so to speak. Um, but not quite. And this is, let me pause here for a second and tell you, speak specifically to those who are trying to find something. You got to stop looking for something that's not lost. When you, when you look for purpose, when you try to find your passion, what you are saying vibrationally is that I don't have that thing. All you got to do is just work, just live. Life is going to unfold for you. It's going to show and reveal things to you. So you don't have to be like stuck where I just, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to find my passion. You ain't never going to find your passion. <laughs> you, can't, you can't find what's lost. Pat, who you are, it is. Life is, you're, you're simply living and watching things unfold and become, and be revealed to you. 
I wish I would have learned that a little bit earlier because I stayed in a constant state of struggle because I was dissatisfied. Now, I'm not saying that that dissatisfaction didn't serve me. It all worked together for good. It played out exactly how it was supposed to. But I think that I could have embraced my stages a little bit more if I understood it was benefiting me. If I wasn't fighting against it, it made it a great power struggle between me, myself, and I. Not understanding that I could take what was offered and use it, no matter what it was. Even if it was a pissy job that I didn't like, I could take what was offered and use it. Even if it was difficult people. You understand what I'm saying? So anyway. Um, so part of me, even doing this um, podcast, if you go back to episode one, it was me in my car. On my iPhone with a little plug-in. I don't even think I had a mic at the time. I didn't. I just had my earpiece. I just used my voice or note memo, whatever the app is where you can record yourself. And part of me starting this was challenging me. Right? I was afraid. I was one of those people that hid behind, oh, I'm just an introvert. Oh, I'm just shy. I like to be to myself. Uh, I prefer to be low key. Those things, many of those things are still true to this day. But it was a cop out. I was hiding behind that. It gave me a great excuse to live beneath my potential. My spirit said to me, you're scared. You're scared to put yourself out there. You're scared to get close to the edge and jump. Not just get to the end, but get all the way there and jump. And so this is convenient. This is a convenient way for you to stay in your spot of mediocrity. This, this, this is where you are. So part of me starting this was a charge to myself. That there is a work for you that you have predestined for yourself and that you're not walking in that. You're not even moving in that direction and you're going to have to do it afraid. I think there are two I think there are two phases. We talk a lot about being fearless, right? That is one. There there is a part of you that has to no longer be afraid even because no. In many instances there's nothing to be afraid of. So that's part one, right? Is no longer being afraid of things that you really have no reason to be afraid of. But then two some of it is just facing the fear that you genuinely have reason to be concerned and fearful, but you do it anyway. You run straight towards it. So that's how really this came all about. I, I knew I had some things to say. I knew I had been doing some things and working on myself and starting to see things in a different light. And I wanted to share that. And this was me holding the fire to my ass. This was me challenging me. This is why I don't find a problem with talking the shit I talk. Because I don't ever put anything out there that I haven't first put to my own self. 
any questions that you see me asking, any junk talking you you hear me, like I, I've done it. I put it to myself till still to this day. Self-assessment. You are your greatest assignment. You have to keep you in check. You have to be accountable to you. You have to always ask, am I getting high on my own supply? Am I am I so far, you know, am I so invested in a thing that it is now controlling me? I'm no longer controlling it. It can happen to all of us. And it's cool as long as you can recognize it and reel yourself back in. So that's how this came all about. The how this came about. Whatever. You know what I mean. And this is how I'm able to recognize phony. I know loser because I've been one. I know loser talk. I know loser thinking. And I know loser behavior. I can recognize it a mile away. My antenna goes up. I know. You can't fool me. Because I've I've lived it for a very long time. And the thing that brought me out of that, how I stopped being emotional, overreactive. And when I say emotional, don't get it twisted. We're not talking about trying to suppress your emotions, but as a time and a place for all things, most of us are emotionally driven. No, your emotions shouldn't be driving you. They should be indicators to you. They should be letting you know where you are vibrationally. That's the point of the emotions, but they shouldn't be the driver of how you move and operate. That's when you have a problem. But how I turn this thing around, this is my story and I'm sticking to it. How I stopped being an emotional, overreactive loser was by getting my health in check. That's why I ride so hard. For the health and wellness because it's the foundation. How are you living? How are you thinking? How are you eating? On a regular basis. Show me that. Show me how you're interacting. How are you responding to the environment around you? That's going to let me know how healthy or well you are or are not. But that's what changed my life. All right. I grew up in a small town in North Carolina. And even as a little girl, I knew I was getting out. I don't know why that was where my mind was at the time, but I knew there was something much greater for me than that little small town. I knew that my life would not be defined by that. I just knew it. And I left there, um, you know, college was my ticket out. And I know we talk a lot about college and whether or not, um, you know, is it a waste? Is it a waste of money? For most people it is. Uh, is it pointless? For a lot of people it is. But that's because we lack knowledge and understanding. Like, you can use college to your benefit you can pimp it to your benefit or it can pimp you but at the time that's that's what I had that's all I knew and that's what I had so I took that <laughs> and I rolled that baby up out of there 
And that set me in motion, unbeknownst to me at the time. It really set me in motion for another level of living. Now, there was a lot that transpired from between the time that I left (laughs) and the time that I began to shift some things for myself. Because, make no mistake about it, I was asleep behind the wheel for a very long time, even once I left my hometown, right? And it's so crazy how your inner spirit can be saying one thing to you and you can be saying another consciously. And those things continue to kind of conflict one another. And at some point, you have to decide to pay attention. You have to decide to see what is before you, which is that something isn't working. I say this to all the people who, you know, we got our prayers out there, our Bible readers, right? Our God folk, our Jesus folk. We got our uh, altar building folks who, you know, we got our sage lighters, our candle, astrology folks, rituals, dedicate to my ancestor folk. And yet, without with all of that, it appears that mofos are still coming up short, still a victim. Still getting that ass waxed. And I would say. Maybe. Life. A.K.A. you. Is trying to send you a message. Maybe something is saying. Something might not be working here. I could could feel real strong about this thing. I've been doing it. I believe in it. I'm so loyal to this idea of how things are, yet with my way of thinking and doing, I'm seeing very little change. I'm seeing very little progress towards the things that I really desire. No, does that make any sense to anybody? At what point do you yield to the conflict and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, what's, what's really going on here? That's how I saved myself, man. That's how I got under the, out of the clinches of the church because things weren't adding up. That's a whole nother episode too. How I left the church and saved my damn health. That, that right there. You can be under the clinches of something and you not even realize it you can be sleepwalking it ain't just a saying it's real and at some point i believe so much in the power of who we all are that if you would yield to that because there's always a part of you to saying this don't make sense there's always a part of you to saying wait maybe this ain't it maybe maybe i'm wrong Maybe I haven't considered this completely. There's always a part of us that is speaking in that manner. But that's what shifted things for me. 
at my worst. Oh, I was I was knee deep. No, I was neck deep in the church, baby. I was giving it to God. King Jesus is all. Yep, all of that. That was at my worst. Everything around me appearing to be falling apart. And I was going harder than I ever had in my life. I was going harder than I ever had in the gym at the time. Right? I thought I was healthier eating-wise than I'd ever been. Yet everything was crumbling. Life was crumbling around me. My relationships were crumbling around me. My health was crumbling. Now, I could have continued exactly what I was doing. I could have continued telling myself, the devil is just testing me. This is the enemy. The closer I am getting to God now, the enemy is showing up trying to destroy me. This is a sign that I am a kingdom kid. So I could continue telling myself all sorts of BS. But I knew better. My spirit knew better. I knew something was off. So the first thing that I did, the first thing that I did was I cleared the junk out of my physical life, my physical body. I said, I got to get, I got to get my vessel. I got to get, because my, again, now you got to remember, I was starting to have health complications. I couldn't, nobody could explain why. Couldn't eat certain foods. Matter of fact, at my worst, I couldn't eat anything. Everything was making me nauseated, spitting up, um, you know, feeling fatigued all the time night sweats, body breaking out, like all these crazy things happening. So number one was, okay, let me, let me switch up. Let me pull back. Let me really fine tune what I'm putting in my physical body. Let me back up a little bit. Let me, I know, I know I think I'm eating healthy, but let me really see if what I'm putting in my body is affecting how I'm thinking and operating. That was number one. Number two was, I got quiet. I stopped talking to people. Stopped talking on the phone. I stopped having an opinion. I think we've talked about these before, I'm pretty sure. But they're worth repeating. I got quiet. People don't like when you get quiet. People don't like when they call you and you no longer will take the bait and go on yapping and ranting about something for 45 minutes to an hour. Just then, I don't have no, I don't know. What you think about, I don't know. Uh, girl, I don't know, it's, it's a lot. That's it. I, I I got nothing. I have no more to contribute because when I'm looking around, my life is falling apart. How in the world can I have an opinion about anything outside of myself right now? How can I have an opinion on other people or what the government is doing? People that I ain't even met, celebrities or, or politicians. I don't have no opinion right now. Okay. I don't know. I don't care what I don't know. So I got quiet. I got quiet. Quiet. I shut the news because at this time I was still watching the news. So I I asked the news. Okay, I I don't need no more updates. If that is me being in the know, I want to not be in the know. All right. I'd rather go back to ignorant because me being knowledgeable, so-called, this intellectual thing, um, it don't seem to be working out too well for me. I seem to be well-versed in the world and know very little about myself. Problem. The third thing. I began to do. This is one of my favorite verses I had to learn when I was in church um, as a little girl. You know, you had to go, you know, every week or every two weeks, you had to pick a Bible verse to learn. It's one of my favorite ones that I've always remembered, 2 Timothy 
study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Study to show thyself. So what did I do with the time that I had when I was no longer yapping on the phone and no longer have going somewhere and talking to people about shit that don't make no sense and wasn't or couldn't help me? I began to study. I began to read. I began to pay attention to different things. You might you might be asking, well, read what? Whatever it was I was directed to. Start trusting yourself. I could name all sorts of books right now, but that might not be the book that your spirit is asking for you to read right now. I don't know. Start trusting yourself. Open, just open, you know, you're on social media. You go to Amazon, see where you get led to. I don't honestly remember the first book. So that's <laughs> that's another part. I don't, I don't remember exactly the first book. You know what? I'm lying. I'm going to tell you one that I did because I remember it now. In the midst of this, I'm having this internal warfare going on with this whole thing of religion and things not adding up. And I'm trying to put the pieces together. So one of the first books that I did read was, damn, what's the name of that book? Uh, I don't have it in here with me. I believe the title is The Hidden Mystery of the Bible. I believe. Now, who would be the author? Um, I believe Jack, 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 Addington, Averton, Addington, I believe. It was a good starter. It was a good starter. And it really was like, oh, snap. There was another one, too. I, I can't remember. It was more historical based, though. Um just talking about how things um, really transpired, what was happening during what is believed, quote unquote, biblical times, blah, blah, blah. You can't remember. I don't, it was, um, uh, I would have had these out if I thought I was going to talk about them, but that wasn't, my mind is just going here right now. So I can't think of uh, the name of the other one, the Christ. Or something. I don't remember the other one. But anyway. And I can't I can't tell you how I came across that book. I didn't go looking for just like that title. But I, I came across it. And I began to read it. And it wasn't about adopting what I was reading. Just off the gate. It was about. Huh. I was having some huh moments. Hmm. Not that I believed it. Not that I was changing anything initially. I was just considering some things like, huh, hmm. And <laughs> I ain't lying to you. Bells started to go off. Things started to open up. My mind started to re- I thought the wheel was moving before, but no, baby. Oh, the the wheels really began to move, and I started to think maybe maybe there's more to the story. Maybe what if what if I'm wrong? What if, especially when I started reading more things that 
or just stimulating thought like, oh my goodness, this makes sense. No, this doesn't make sense. Wait a minute. But those things happen together. Me using my body, my vessel, right? I talk to people that want to go into what is or isn't necessary. On the spiritual side of things, yeah, you can do whatever you want. There ain't no rules. You ain't got to follow nothing. You can do whatever you want. You can eat whatever you want. But if you ain't got the belief system to sustain that, I wouldn't advise you going that route. Now, you can try by all means. But I could point out, and I don't really want to throw jabs at nobody because that ain't what it's about. But I could throw out a whole lot of spiritual teachers who have, or conscious community teachers, whatever you want to call them, throw out that, you know, I just do what I want. I eat what I want. If that's true, you should still be able to do it without any penalty. You shouldn't be able to do those things and then you still get sick. Well, wait a minute now, bro. Wait a minute now, my friend. <laughs> Something ain't adding up. Because maybe your belief in that thing, maybe you don't have the beliefs to sustain operating in that manner. Know thyself. So be wise in all things. And all that wisdom get what understanding. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway. That's it. <laughs> that's the moral of the story. In the midst of, here's the thing. I just don't care what's going on in the world. There's nothing you can do to make me care. I've spent several decades caring about what people told me I should care about. I spent several decades listening to what makes you a good person. And if you're a good person, you see things this way. And if you're a good person, you do things this way. I don't operate by any of that. So I don't care. And you can't make me care. And there's two things about operating at this level right now for me. One, remember my two rules. I think I talked about it up here. I have two philosophies, two principles, my guiding principles, right? Number one, never make assumptions. Never make assumptions, bro. That's what I tell myself. Number two, never take offense. If I usually can stay within those two parameters right there, I'm good. Never make assumptions. Never take offense. So when I'm operating in the physical, every single time I start people see people losing their damn mind, rule number one for me, never make assumptions. I don't know what's going on. All right? You tell me I should be mad or outraged, I don't know. I got to see. I got to, I got to, uh, let me, let me report back to my self-committee and we'll let you know. I guarantee you, usually nine out of ten, it's going to be a no. But we'll, we'll report back. I'm going to study and I'm going to research for myself. I'm getting to the facts of the matter. Nobody's going to tell me when I should be outraged. Nobody's going to tell me what I should stand for, what I should promote. Nobody. Nobody. And damn sure not no dumbass celebrities. Please. Like, who cares what a celebrity thinks? Are we still on that? Ugh. Anyway. So that's, that's, that's the first thing. When, when things pop off. Let me study and see what's going on. Let me do a little research. I don't have a I don't have a comment at the moment. I don't have anything. I'm not just gonna see something and respond. 
because I don't know what I'm responding to. I posted something the other day was like, is there anything wrong with showing your ass? And I would say, no, there's nothing technically wrong with anything. I really believe that. There's nothing wrong with showing your ass when you're conscious of when you're showing your ass and why. And you're acting out of your own volition because you're choosing to. You're deciding to. But when somebody else is pulling the trigger and you're just reacting with zero ability to govern when or how you respond, you're just an emotional loser. That's what you are. I don't care if that hurts your feelings. That's just what you are. I would say, see it for what it is. Learn from it and then do something about it. So that piece of watching, seeing what's up, I'm never, number one, making assumptions. Number two, nobody's going to tell me what should offend me. Nobody. Nobody, because everybody got the right to do whatever. And life is unfolding exactly how it's supposed to, whether you agree with it or not. You ain't if you if you could stop it, then you would, wouldn't you? OK, then life is unfolding exactly how it's supposed to. So I don't have time to take offense. I got time to be offended. Well, I think they did that because I was black. So so what? What, what do you want? What do you, what do you want? It's like you want to read. We want reasons to be pissed off, feelings hurt. Well, I'm just saying they was doing that because I was in the store, you know, and I feel like they should do something about, okay, why are you trying to get your, why are you trying to get money to people who you say don't respect you? You didn't go somewhere else. Nah, that ain't the point. Well, what is the point? I don't, I don't understand because I kind of a little bit, but probably not. Kind of want to understand, but what is your point? Do you even know what your point is? Are you so loud, so outraged, so angry, belligerent, whatever the word you want to use, that you don't even know why? That you are running on autopilot and somebody asks you why, you just repeat the things like the talking points that you've heard from somebody else, you just repeating those, that's a terrible thing not to be able to see yourself. It's a terrible thing to not to be able to control yourself. You got to stop taking the bait, babe. You got to stop taking the bait. And don't blame nobody for putting the bait out there. It's like blaming a drug dealer. Should should the dealer be selling drugs? Eh, maybe, maybe not. No. Not, not not nice, right? That's that that's where that moral compass come in. But see, morality is subjective. Is a drug dealer the problem or is the people who buy the drugs the problem? I don't know, you tell me. I'm just saying. I know they I know I know he sold it to your mama or your grandma, but he ain't make them buy it. So who who really who really at fault right here? It's just things to think about. If it's important to you, To be in control of you. If you in a state, if 2020 has brought out a state of unrest for you, a state of dis-ease for you, a state of dissatisfaction, or maybe it's beyond that. Maybe it's more of um, anger, 
outrage, pain, despair, you know, all the places we like to wallow in. Maybe, maybe that's what 2020 has brought out for you. What you going to do about it? That's all I got to ask. You going to wait. You going to wait till they paint. They're going to put something on the road. They're going to paint some little slogan you like. Is that going to make it better for you? Oh, are you going to wait for what? Them to remove police officers from out of your community? Pretty sure that's going to make it better for your community. Yeah, okay, cool. What what you going to wait for? From some senile man with dementia to win the presidency? Is that that going to make it better? What is it? What will really make it better for you? These are the questions you got to ask yourself. In the midst of being outraged, in the midst of being pissy, in the midst of trying to blame all of our, if so-and-so would do, if so-and-so, no, how we fix it is, how do we have the answers to fix the whole world but can't even fix our own life? How? How? My message is clear, that your health and your wellness is the key. It's the ticket. It's the ticket. Using that to bring you back into remembering who you are, remembering your power and your ability to create the life you desire, to create the reality that you would like to experience on a regular day-to-day basis. I, my message, Rook the Great's message to you is that this is something you can control. Your health and your wellness is what you can control it would probably be wise for you to begin to do just that. And if 2020, if that's the only lesson that you take out of 2020, I think that would be one hell of a lesson. I think it would make it all worth just being able to gain that insight that I now must put my health and my wellness back in my hands. How I'm eating, how I'm thinking, how I am behaving, how I'm interacting, how I'm responding to the environment around me. I have to make that a priority. I got to get my body right. I got a t-shirt on right now that says focus mind, clean body, aligned spirit. That's all I'm about. T-shirts on the website too. Check it out. But seriously, that's all I'm about. I ain't interested in no more pity party talks. I am not going to get in no kumbaya session. How many more times does it take talking about the same doggone things? How many times? Well, we talk about it until something is done. So, so what needs to be done? Because I see the little raggedy slogans all over, you know, the sports courts and everywhere else tell me how that changes anything other than making you feel good it's some external bullshit is what it is it does nothing to help you transform your life it does nothing to improve your health it does nothing to improve your wealth nothing it's some feel good junk and you know that and it might be enough for you if it is rock with it if it's not now's the time to tap in Tap in, turn your attention away from the world. Wasn't that what we talked about last week? Turn and never look back. Never look back on illness. Never look back on defeat. Never look back on victim. Why why is that so profitable now? Everybody want to be a victim. There's certain stories I haven't even told about my life. Because I just, I ain't, eh. I'm not saying I won't ever. It may serve a purpose at some point, all right? But I don't need no pat on the back. 
I don't need no cookie. My story is what made me who I am. I salute it. It is what it is. All right, all of it. Not just parts of it that's supposed to be cute and, and, and parts that people can understand or, or relate to. No, all of it is what it is. That's my message to you for today. For the rest of this year. We don't give a damn what the world is doing. We create our own world and we're going to lock ourselves there until we develop the ability to walk back into anybody's world and be able to sustain ourselves, be able to walk in the midst of the dead and still be living. How long that going to take until? Until. What does it matter if you transform your life? How, what does it matter how long it takes? Well, you got timelines on yourself. You ain't got timelines on other stupid stuff in your life. How long you'll put up with a trashy partner, you don't have no time on that. How long you stay on a, a crappy job, you don't have no timeline for that. But you got a timeline for becoming exactly who it is that you desire to be? Please. That's loser talk. No matter how long. Get started doing something. Whatever that something is. And I'm saying if you don't know, like you totally drawing a blank. I'm saying start with your body. Start with your health. Controlling what you're putting in your mouth and what you're putting in your mind. And I guarantee you, if you start there, I guarantee you, baby. And I don't really try to make a lot of guarantees, but I guarantee you life will begin to unfold for you in a way that's going to blow your mind. I'm a witness. I wouldn't just tell you things just to be telling them. I'm telling you because I know it. I've lived it. I believe it. And I still live it to this day. Life continues to get better. This has been one of the greatest years of my life. I can't, I can't go. I won't even listen to people say stuff like, oh, my God, you know, 2020. And I'm a jokester, right? So I like laughing, clowning. I like memes. But... You know, 2020 being doom and gloom, it just ain't funny to me. Cause why? Why does the world get to tell me when it, what is a good year and what's a bad year? The world don't get to tell me that. I don't care what's going on out there. That's their business, not mine. Well, Rook is going. It's going to affect you. Speak for yourself, loser. Speak for yourself. You're not talking like the power that you are, and I'm not going to entertain loser shit. And I would implore you. To no longer entertain loser shit. It's up or nothing. Ain't no in between. Alright. It's shifting or nothing. It's creating or nothing. <laughs> Which one? Mind, body, spirit. Your health is the key. Use it. To unlock what it is that you want. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's all I got, good people. Until next time.